Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Buck Sexton monologue, my friend. We're going to be doing these on the feed going forward. And today we're going to talk about Biden's fall. Now, I understand for a lot of people, how big a deal is this really? So a, a old guy falls down. Why should we think that this is something that we even have to spend time discussing, talking about? Well, here's the thing. He's the commander-in-chief. He has a tremendous responsibility to the American people. And we know that he has dementia. We know that he's too old. And Democrats don't seem to care. They're just willing to go forward with this as it is and pretend that somehow... He's just going to be fine, not even to get through the election, but for four more years. I can't believe, personally, that they really think that this is what's going to happen. So here's my theory. They're going to push Joe Biden across the finish line, even if they have to wheel him in a wheelchair with a blanket over his knees as he is muttering and eating applesauce that an aide is giving to him, uh, they will push him across the finish line. And then the position will be 
that Kamala Harris has to take over. Now, in a lot of ways, this would mean that Joe Biden will have reached his absolute peak. This is a man whom all of you know has a long history of of lying, who has a long history of saying absolutely anything that he has to say in the moment in order to get the maximum political advantage. And in this case, by being an empty vessel for the schemes and machinations of the leftists who now are the Democrat Party, not just run the Democrat Party, they are now the heart and soul, if you can say the Democrat Party has a soul. Joe Biden is the center of that. He isn't really anything other than a puppet, a pass-through. He's somebody who exists merely so that people with much more obvious and nefarious policy preferences can have a guy who looks like a grinning old grandpa that everyone's known for so long and they'll talk about his Irish charm and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, he is doing what the far left of the party wants him to do. And this is why, even though he fell down, and for a lot of us, there was a moment of, oh my gosh, is he okay? Right? And that's what you think. That's what I I believe any person decent, normal person thinks when they see a, not just a senior, really a super senior citizen fall down in that way. Now, the Democrats are going to do what they always do. They're going to say, oh, they're pouncing. They're pouncing on this. And it's a sandbag that he tripped over. It's not just that he fell. I can fall. You fall. We all fall, right? Sometimes. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm a little clumsy. I am very capable of stubbing my toe with a speed and ferocity that makes me rethink a lot of my, uh, my life choices and, and you know, what I'm doing with my day. Uh, so it could happen. You could fall. But how you get up from that fall makes a big difference, too. What does the physicality tell you of all this? So I think that Joe Biden, because we saw him struggling to get up, I think that he is a metaphor in many ways for this Democrat Party. It's not fine. It's not going to be okay. It's reckless, but we're supposed to pretend. This is the very, very ancient emperor's new clothes, to borrow from the uh, Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale, right? This is, we all see what's going on. We all understand what the implications of this may be. But at the end of the day, they're just going to pretend like we are not seeing what we are so clearly seeing. And this means a couple things. One is it's a reminder of the, uh, the ruthlessness of the Democrat Party. The fact that as just a central ethos now, whatever it takes, I call it the Fetterman effect, whatever it takes to push their preferred candidate across the line to have the power that they think they should have. That's what they're willing to do. And the second part of it is be ready for what is coming. Because as much as there are these polls that say, oh, but uh, people are, are so concerned that Joe Biden can't do the job. Democrats know he can't do the job. But they also didn't replace him. They also have continued to push him forward. And that makes us... That should make us 
take a step back and say, why would they be confident in their ability to make this doddering old buffoon president for four more years? Because they're going to be formidable in 2024. We are not running against a candidate. Right? We are not running against one man who is leading the Democrat Party. We are running against a massive, well-oiled Democrat machine. It's a little bit like, for those of you who are fans of the Terminator franchise, remember when he's talking about the, uh, I think it's the T-800? The T-1000 was the liquid metal one from Terminator 2. I think it was the T-800. And he says, it, it doesn't feel pity or remorse, and it absolutely will not stop. And that is true of the Democrat machine as well. It's a bit of a political Terminator. It doesn't feel pity or remorse. It doesn't, the people calling the shots, the people who have power in that party, never take a step back and say to themselves, you know what, maybe there's something more important than being able to keep the border wide open, spend us into oblivion, and push for transgender surgeries for you know 14-year-olds. Maybe there are greater issues at stake than whatever the latest fad and fashion of the Democrat Party may be. No, they never think that way, because all that really matters is that they're in charge. And they have created a system to keep them in charge um, that is going to be a challenge for us. They don't think of this. Look, look at the, the Fetterman effect is important. The Katie Hobbs effect too out in Arizona didn't even feel the need to debate her opponent. She knew something. She knew something. Yeah, you could say she could just see what the polls were, but it was more than that. There was really an arrogance not just an arrogance of power, but an arrogance of the inevitability of staying in power that she had because she knew what the system was in her state and was able to manipulate it. Um, this is what we have to understand the fight is going to be like going forward for this country, and it's going to be very challenging. One of the issues that we have on the right, one of the issues we have as conservatives, is that we don't like to fight dirty, even if it's legal. We still have this conception in our heads that if only we can find our way to, you know, one more powerful message or one more policy issue, we'll be able to overcome. No, this is political trench warfare, and it's going to come down to grit, determination, focus, and unrelenting persistence. That's how we can win. That's how we can win. Whoever uh, the eventual Republican nominee is, that's what it's going to require. Donald Trump or anyone else, that's what will be needed. Um, interesting job offer for Mayor Lori Lightfoot out of Chicago that I wanted to tell you about here in a second. We'll get to that in just a moment. I also hope you had a, cho a chance to join me for an exclusive interview that I did recently with my dad. That's right, my dad, Mason Sexton. He's an amazing stock market analyst and just recently we did a whole sit down of a video which you can watch where he told us about what he calls the great disruption of 2023 if you missed it you can still watch the replay now at disruption 2023.com my dad mason received worldwide attention for his uncanny prediction of the 1987 stock market crash and then went on to make many other incredibly accurate and timely market calls now he's making his first major prediction in 30 years about something he sees coming that is truly terrifying for America over the next three years. And all this is going to be set off in a matter of weeks. That's his prediction. He wants to tell you about this. He also has some unorthodox methods that he wants to tell you about. 
Watch the video. I sat down with them. I've known my dad, obviously, my whole life. Go to disruption2023.com to learn about his prediction, his method, and how he thinks he can help you to make money in the stock market. Disruption2023.com. Okay, so we have uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, former mayor of Chicago. Um, You might have seen, actually, uh, Stephen A. Smith spoke out recently, the ESPN analyst, about the 50 shootings that occurred in Chicago just over the Memorial Day weekend. And uh, to Stephen A.'s tremendous credit, he is speaking out about how there's not only is that just an atrocity, and it is, but there's a lack of outrage from people who claim to care so much about stopping gun violence and more specifically who claim to care about black lives. Because a vast majority, if not all, of the individuals who were shot over Memorial Day weekend were black Chicagoans. Um, And so you sit there and you wonder, why doesn't this get more attention? Well, in the case of Chicago, it has become almost a a grim expectation that there will be a, a stunning number of shootings that occur over a holiday weekend like Memorial Day weekend. And this shouldn't be the case, but it's the case in part because, or in large part, I would argue, because of the failed policies and decision-making of the Democrat machine in Chicago. I don't know what it's going to take for some of these cities New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, to break the grip of the Democrat Party on the uh, wheels of power, uh, on the, the ability to make these determinations for these cities. They're ruining them. They're ruining these places as great American cities of the past. Not going to be great American cities of the future. This continues. And we all understand that this is a combination of factors, lack of prosecution, lack of support for police and and ensuring police are able to do their jobs fully, but also more broadly, a culture uh, and a society that respects the rule of law day to day, that understands rule of law is what holds us all together. Rule of law is what makes society possible. And when you see these stories about uh, the, the amount of, for example, just retail theft that's going on, the retail theft that's going on, uh, $500 million from, uh, from a company like, I think it was Target, actually. Oh, Target's got other problems these days. But the amount of theft is staggering, and it's continuous, and it's individuals who feel like they can get away with it. And it doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon because the people who could, who should stop it, are refusing to do so. And now this may be because, maybe because uh, they view it as uh, an issue of social justice. They don't like the demographics of the arrestees to be anything out of proportion to the population. So they think that just fewer arrests will somehow deal with the problem. No, when you let people break small laws with impunity continuously, they go on to break big laws. They become career criminals. They become menace to society. And this is what we are seeing play out time and time again. And in Chicago, it's a particularly obvious uh, example of this. And, oh, Lori Lightfoot, what is her new job? The outgoing mayor, the current mayor is 
Unfortunately for Chicago, it's terrible. What is the uh, outgoing mayor's job going to be? And I just think it shows you also this key uh, truth of the Democrat machine, which is that it will always, always, always take care of its own. If you are a Democrat who does that, you know, if you're very, if you're uh, pro-criminal, pro-abortion, anti-law uh, and order, and pro-socialism and pro-authoritarianism as a Democrat, you will always be taken care of because you are useful to them. And so they'll make sure that you continue to be by giving you jobs and different uh, sinecures and positions and you know book deals, TV contributorships, stuff like that. I'll tell you exactly what Lori Lightfoot's got going on because this one's particularly amazing in some ways. But I also want to make sure you're diversifying your portfolio. How many more headlines? How much more speculation about where the dollar's going do you have to see over the long term before you realize that uh, we could lose the reserve status of our currency at some point in the future? If that happens, America's in a very different place. And the dollars that you've worked so many years, so many decades for aren't going to be worth anything near what you thought they'd be. So how can you take action today while your dollar does have a lot of value? Well, I'm not saying go all in, but I'm saying diversify. A portion of your assets being held, as mine are, in gold and silver. The value and stability of gold is both an investment and a hedge against inflation has been proven time and again. So has my precious metals vendor of choice, the Oxford Gold Group. Gold and silver can be protection for your portfolio. They can also be used as currency in case things really get crazy out there. So why not have gold and silver on hand? Call the Oxford Gold Group. It's who I use. It's who I trust. The call is free. And the people on the receiving end of your call are knowledgeable and trustworthy. 833-430-BUCK. That's 833-430-BUCK. Online, you can go to the OxfordGoldGroup.com slash buck. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash buck. Again, 833-430-BUCK. All right, Lori Lightfoot. They're calling her the ousted mayor of Chicago. She did lose, got crushed in her reelection effort. Uh, she has been hired by Harvard University's T.H. Chan School of Public Health because of her leadership ability. And the dean of this Harvard University school has praised Lori Lightfoot's strong leadership in advocating for health, equity, and dignity. What is that even supposed to mean? You know, you, it's really worth sometimes just asking yourself, what do the people that say this stuff really think they are saying? And why don't they just say it more clearly? Well, because this is all about the signaling to anyone listening that Lori Lightfoot is a leftist. And therefore, the leftist-controlled and dominated institutions, Harvard, which is now a hedge fund that teaches classes, will pay her. I, I, I would guess they're paying her two hundred and fifty grand for this course to teach something like that, you know, great pay to show up and do very little. Maybe she teaches for an hour a week, 250 grand. But every other mayor in every other major Democrat city sees this. And it's a reminder. Oh, if I just do the crazy left wing stuff that the Democrat apparatus wants me to, I will also be taken care of. They will make sure that there's that that cushy, not just a job. You're not going to be, you know, breaking rocks by the side of the road. You're not going to be, uh, you know, digging ditches for minimum wage somewhere. If you are a Democrat operative in office or in the media, 
they will make sure there's a position for you. They'll make sure there's that book deal, that board seat. And this has a profound impact on the way things work in this country. Lori Lightfoot should be teaching classes on how to ruin a city because that is what she was best at in Chicago, how to be incompetent, how to be corrupt, uh, how to make every wrong choice. If she was teaching a course on that, I would say great, but she's not. And we all know what's going on here. Equity, equity and health and inclusion, whatever. She's a leftist. She's a socialist. Socialists at Harvard are hiring their socialist friend because no matter what the cost was to the people of the city of Chicago, she continued to be a socialist, as we all know. Look, sometimes I decide it's time for a shave. I actually did it earlier this week. You can see I'm starting to grow back a little bit of the fuzz here. But I don't shave that often. So when I do, I want a really close shave and I want it really comfortable. And that's what you get with one blade shave. All you need for the best possible shave is one blade. They've got a state-of-the-art award-winning razor design that makes single-edge shaving completely natural and effortless. These razors have a patented pivoting head that hugs the skin, ensuring the blade is always at the correct angle all by itself. One blade's handle is metal, not plastic. It's weighty, it's substantial, it's worthy of your face. All orders have a 60-day return policy, whether you use all your blades or none of your blades. To elevate your shave experience and get 20% off your one-blade order, go online to onebladeshave.com slash buck. That's one spelled out, onebladeshave.com slash buck to get 20% off your first order. Uh, so... I just want to say, because this is the first of these uh, monologues that I'm going to be posting here on the uh, podcast feed as well as on our YouTube channel, please, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Just click that subscribe button. Uh, you're going to get a lot of great content. The uh, interviews we're doing as well as now monologues where I get to address you directly. And when there's major breaking news, I will also uh, try to get in front of the camera and at the mic to handle that major breaking news and do a monologue on it as well. Uh, because I, I want to be able to just reach reach out to you directly anytime, have a way of doing so, not just during the radio show, the three hours I'm doing every day, um, but whenever it is a moment in time when I need to be able to speak to all of you. I'll also, please, in the comments, let me know if there are topics you want me to cover, if there are other things you'd like to see added into uh, our YouTube channel and our efforts as we're building here. Please comment and, uh, and you know, tell me how you think everything's going. And now I get to bring it back because it's me solo here talking to you. Our rallying cry, for those of you who are original Saturday squad, you will recall this as I finish up. Shields High. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 